What's going on, guys? Welcome back to another episode of Boys at 161st Street. Thanks for joining us today, as always. Before we get this rolling, we would really appreciate it if you guys could take two seconds and leave a review on iTunes. It really helps us out. All right, that's enough begging. This is another episode of Roll Call, a mini-series where we individually talk about each player on the Yankees. 15 minutes starts now. Okay, okay, okay. Welcome back to the Boys of 161st Street. This episode is all about the man, Garrett Cole. I was trying to pull his middle name in there out of the just thin air. Didn't know what it was. First thing that came to mind was Anderson. I hope that's right because that would be crazy if I got I was going to say right. Christian for some reason or Chris. Yeah, Garrett Anderson was a player for the That is. He's on the Angels, Angels right? That's why I thought it of that. The Angels. Maybe it is Anderson. Either way. This episode's all about Garrett Cole. Today you got Murph, myself, and Damon. Yo, yo, yo. Thanks for letting me go first. You were the, the, you're the, you're the first on, <laughs> on my screen. You're on my screen. But we like we always start these off. How many tools? Murph? Uh, how many tools are there? He's got them. Whatever. Yeah. Well, we decided that there are pillars or tools. There's three of them. Was it He's three got or four? speed. He's got speed. He's got no, no, control. Wait, whoa, whoa, whoa. whoa. Oh, it's right. it's velo. Sorry, velocity. I, yeah. I, I, meant I, I thought running when you yeah. said speed. I was like, velocity. Was he's got control. He's got break. He's got a good house. He's got a nice wife. That's five right there. See, now you're getting, see, hold on. You're getting, uh, you're yeah. contradicting yourself because I was big on giving away half tools on the Wade and Frazier episodes and you guys weren't allowing me to give up seeing. Well, that's because away. they, that's because they're position players. The pitching tools have not exactly been determined yet. So that's so why we can create. Okay. So now we can create and if your wife got it. If your wife can strike out five people per nine innings in the major leagues, I if think your wife if your cool. wife can throw a slider while she, in the backyard, that thing had some break. That thing had a lot of break. I mean, great. She did play softball at UCLA though, so I don't. Yeah. She, great. No. I, I would, I'd assume so. Yeah, no, I was, I was hoping. <laughs> Otherwise, it's just photoshopped. But not photoshopped. You can't photoshop. Can't photoshop an image. But can photoshop a video, whatever. But I mean, they got the pedigree. I can't wait to see what they're kid their kid is going to be the next nolan ryan with control <laughs> i don't know it, it, i mean that they have something in the bloodline there but all right so what's his expectations for this year because last year obviously coming off a career year with 326 strikeouts that was wild he i mean we, we, even when we faced him in the playoffs like usually i try to find a bright side to things like oh he's actually not that good i was Shook. When I was he terrified. Took I was absolutely and, terrified. And the Yankees couldn't do anything against him. Like he's got. I remember stuff. we were we were doing the math when we were together, and we were talking about all right. We got Garrett Cole this game. That's the loss, and we face. We got to win these Throw two games there. before we, we get them. to Garrett oh, Cole again, and let's give another loss. So we got to win these four games in order to advance. Him? Which is interesting because he's Verlander was the Cy Young, and we had to. We said to ourselves, we have to win the Verlander game. Because mm-hmm. we don't, we will not beat Cole. Yeah, yeah. Cole and Verlander were making one Granky pitched. It might they might as well have thrown like the fourth starter on a JV team out there, because yeah. that's what that was how high our confidence was when they finally threw Granky out there. We're like, all right, we just got to get past 
I think, let's say, I don't remember if this is exactly what happened, but I'm pretty sure if it went to seven games, it would have been two starts from Cole and two starts from Verlander. So we're like, all right, if we can win one yeah. of those four games, yeah, we, were doing we the match might have a chance. And like, <sighs> yeah, but the, not, obviously he's a, you know, he's a generational talent, talented yeah. pitcher. Um, before we kind of get into the, the next season, what do you guys, I guess, what are your thoughts on the, the contract and, um, what to expect from him in the next upcoming years? What was the exact contract? Eight for three twenty four. Nine, nine, nine for three twenty four. Sorry, nine for three twenty four. I mean, listen, I've never been a fan of big contracts. I mean, look, looking back at every contract, let me see Pujols right now. You see Miggy. You see all these guys. A Rod at the back end. Anybody who's even Hall of Famers, like everybody's gonna be bad at the back end. But I mean, that's what you pay for. You pay for you, you, you pay, pay for those for prime four, years. You pay for you four pay for or five good years. ones for maybe three or four bad ones in the back end, and that's perfectly fine. Because if we get four or five good years out of Garrett Cole during this window we have right now of a title run opportunity with this young team and him, that's what you're paying for. So the title's honestly, worth it. It's something that we have to. Like, we can't say it now because we have to reassess. Like he. This will only be worth it if we bring back like two titles. Two titles, I'm okay with it personally for me. Yeah, yeah I, I think that makes a lot of sense. Um, and I would normally have agreed with you, but I was kind of thinking <laughs> about it. And I think that I could even be okay with a little bit less. Because think about it this way. He reminds me a lot of our CC deal. We've taken on a lot of guys for big contracts, but not a ton of them – like him, he and CC are both in the same window, around the same age, off career years, sort of on a team that is expected to win a World Series. So we definitely need at least a World Series in the next two or three years from him. Mm-hmm. But if that's it, and he still produces late into his contract the way CC did, and he retires as like a respected, like we nobody has any qualms with how CC panned out. But here's the thing: here's nothing that a lot of people overlook, like a CC. Garrett Cole is also – he brings a lot of influence and experience and that veteran presence to the team. And even though he might not produce the same amount as he did in his earlier years, and I'm talking about, you know, five, four or five years from now, let's say he doesn't do that. He still has that veteran presence of one of the best pitchers that we've ever seen. And him being able to influence the next generation of Yankees pitchers – Kind of, it kind of goes beyond the performance on the field, and sure. it impact it impacts a team in a way that we often overlook and don't see because we're watching the game that we're watching. We don't see behind the scenes, and we're not understanding those um, locker room conversations that these these players are having, and that kind of influence that these veteran players are having on the younger talents. Hell yeah! I mean, you saw it firsthand with Clark Schmidt. You, you saw what Clark Schmidt yeah. said. Clark Schmidt was in some interview or whatever it was, and. They were talking. He was talking everything about what Cole. They just screwing around with them or whatever, making fun of them. But he's taking them under their wing. All the young guys, and we have a lot of young pitching, yeah. a lot of it. We have Loizga, who's twenty four, Clark Schmidt, Debbie Garcia, all these guys. Severino's still young too. He could learn a thing or two from Garrett Cole for sure. Like mm-hmm. Montgomery, another young guy. Like all these guys. I mean, if you can't name. Another pitcher in the league, I think, that can't learn something from Garrett Cole, especially young guys. Yeah. And Anybody can learn from him. And people like even David Cohn was talking about 
just wanting to pick his brain just because mm-hmm. he's such a baseball mind. He's in the lab figuring out spin rate. He's doing everything to try and beat you. And he's that competitor. And that's what I love about him. And to revisit the contract talk, I already think it's worth it. And, but I'll, I'll leave that in the dust. But I mean, it's just his influence to everybody on this team is astronomical. And I think it even goes past pitchers. I think it goes off to For sure. catchers too. Like we were talking on the Gary episode, his impact on Gary is so much because he, he just, his level of professionalism makes you level up. It makes yep. you have to, makes, it makes everyone better. It, it raises the bar of internal competition and trying to perform better than everybody else and be that next man up. Yeah. It's just that new guy too. Like if you're Gary right now, Garrett Cole is pitching to you. And honestly, another little thing about that is Garrett Cole is kind of rumored to always like to have that personal catcher. So for Gary, it's a little bit of like a, like a, okay, let's like, I got to win him over sort of thing, you know? Yeah. And kind of going back to the whole, the influence factor of it, the, the Yankee organization is by far the most prestige baseball organization organization ever probably sports organization. And when you get a contract like this, you're expected to be in the team for a long time. You're expected to have, you're expected to have influence even after you're off the team. And when you retire, let's say I'm just the thing that comes to my mind when I'm trying to put this to words is Pettit's influence on Garrett Cole coming to the Yankees. That is huge. Who the hell? I don't know. I'm getting way ahead of myself, but I'm saying talking about long-term deal. It's a long-term contract talking about the long-term of the New York Yankees. Let's say the next young pitcher is coming up and we need a deal. And Garrett Cole's that guy is right. And is on his shoulder saying, do it. Like we're talking, we're talking years and years of influence and having that kind of guy to be that, that piece and that, that face of it is huge. I mean, he's Jackie moon. He's the bench coach. He's he's, even, when, even when he's not pitching, he's, he's, he's there. He's in your ear. He's tweaking things for he's you. He's out like fighting everybody. a bear during halftime. You yeah, know? he'll do anything we want. He'll do, like, you know how the uh, Nationals do the, the Frozone race? He could yeah. be that guy too. All right, we're getting carried away. Whatever. Yeah. But yeah, like, well, it, just the main idea of this though, I was serious about the Jackie Moon thing because he is that coach on the sidelines when he's not pitching because he goes every fifth day. But things like, him giving tips to like, I know we just got added Matt Blake, but having Garrett Cole with Matt Blake paired together, like those minds helping out other pitchers. That's what some of the unorthodox things that you don't think of that are counted into the 324 million that he's making for, for nine years, you know? Yeah. I'll be, and, I'll be, yeah. Oh, sorry. No, go ahead. Go ahead. I just feel like I'll be satisfied with his contract. If he doesn't fizzle out. And I really don't think he's going to. I think he's going to be serviceable to the Yankees in some way during his 2028 year of his contract, whether it be more of as that player coach, Jackie Moon type that you're talking about, or as a legitimately serviceable pitcher. I see him going down sort of towards the likes of what Scherzer and Verlander are looking like now in their late 30s. Yeah, I would love for that to happen. And you know why? You know why? And that's unheard really of. Would love that's to unheard of. Go on a playoff run and the World Series run in 2027 or 2028 and have it be sort of like the team of destiny sort of thing behind Cole, the same way it was kind of behind Scherzer now. And I know Scherzer's not a geezer. He's not that old, but still like, no, but you know why that's not a stretch. That's not a stretch because he, his player type, like we're talking about with the Yeah. 
but your player type translates to different things and you can kind of project how your career can is going to spiral based on that and his player type translates to that that of Verlander and Scherzer because he is a guy who can pin it wherever he wants he can put a ball on the black wherever the fuck he wants to and he can throw it with gas too which is unheard of so that's what makes him so special is because he has the break like we said he has every tool a pitcher can possibly have he's got Mm -hmm. a full shed the intelligence he's home depot in terms of tools he's got it all and that translates to longevity which is why a nine-year contract is fine for me yeah and Honestly, the CC comparison is also good because CC CC was probably the best length contract, but he didn't. Well, he made a ton of transitions, and that was huge. He realized yeah. he couldn't throw as fast as he used to, and he quickly transitioned yeah. to be that spot up guy. And if that ever happens with Cole, if he loses velocity, he's a high IQ guy who can learn how to pitch. Like yeah, you know, that, always say. That's exactly what I was gonna say. Is that you look at a guy and you say when he loses the stuff and he loses five miles an hour on his fastball and he loses a certain amount of spin rate on his curveball and he starts, you know, losing that sort of thing. Is he still going to be able to pitch? And you look at Verlander and you look at Scherzer and yeah. But I mean, I, I just one example that I thought of, and it's definitely not the best example because he was very good for a long time. I'm thinking of like the Felix Fernandez's of the world. He big strikeout guy, pitched a lot of really big games, was unbelievable. And then all of a sudden, you know, when he started losing his stuff, he was less and less serviceable. And then now he's kind of in Atlanta. There are way better examples than him. He's just. I think the Scherzer is the most exact example. Like he, he's a guy who can pin it wherever he wants, and he can play for a long time and, yeah. I may, and i mean listen everybody loses velocity once you go down like, he was the biggest power pitcher we've seen and he ended up throwing nothing like and maybe who knows maybe he gets an injury and he ends up being a tanaka type who ends up becoming a finesse guy who knows but regardless of the way things pan out because you can't predict things injuries happen he's got the iq like we said to yeah figure it out we say figure it out a lot. He can figure anything out, and I'm confident in that. Yeah. I mean, it's going to be worth the money, I think, in the long run for sure. And, um, you know, just looking at his simulated stats for this year, I know that Baseball Reference is doing the simulated stats from um, to date. Um, he is nine games started, six quality starts, and already has 86 strikeouts throughout four wins. Um, and kind of going back to the whole contract thing, he already pays for his house by by middle of May, which is worth five point six million dollars. That's wild. I mean, we'll see how. I mean, he might. I mean, I mean, he he paid for his house, then like an extension already. Pretty tough time to be buying a house though, because you would think that yeah, he'd have it paid off by April tenth. I mean, that's not how it works at all. But <laughs> no, I know, I know. But I'm just saying, like, Yo, they're, imagine, they're getting you get check from. He's not making place. 36 million dollars this year. I know. But imagine not even close. Imagine after every, after to, every game, have to wait a year to put a pool in or whatever. After every game, cash no, gives out checks based on their performance. It's like, hey, you had you had this many strikeouts today. Here's your check. Well, they yeah, have. Right? <laughs> Maybe that's how they should do the new bargaining agreement. Yeah, just based on their performance to a degree. They have the performance stipends like they have like the no i'm saying like would be funny if after every single game if you if you got a hit it's a certain amount of money <laughs> if you got a yeah, like run, your contract strikeout is not based on a set amount of money it's like yeah your contract isn't this much per year it's this much per hit 
yeah, this much per home run, yeah, per strikeout, strikeout, yeah. yeah. And then like, imagine you come in over four with three Ks, and then you got to pay the guy like sixty grand because yeah, <laughs> that'd be wild. <laughs> How much yeah. does he actually make per strikeout, Damon? One hundred and ten thousand dollars. Yeah, it must be nice. Roughly, I mean, uh, he makes a million dollar a one a million dollars per start. $169,000 per inning pitched, 110 per strikeout, and about $9,200 per pitch thrown. So this is totally unrelated to anything, but I've had a quarter standing on its side on my desk for about five minutes, and it hasn't moved. It's standing. How did it get there? Uh, I was playing with it, and then all of a sudden I took my hand away, and it just didn't move. I sent a picture. How can we connect that to Garrett Cole? It's not, but I'm still. Looking. I had to he's measure. stable. No, this is amazing right now. Garrett Cole is that quarter. Yeah, this he's is amazing. Once in a generation. He's, he's, he's a metaphor. It's yeah. a metaphor. He's, he's balanced. <laughs> he is is money. Is balanced. <laughs> he's, he's money. He's surprised. He's gonna surprise us. And eventually, he'll fall down. And good spin rate. Probably spin, spin the, uh, oh, yeah. spin the quarter. When he, I fall, when he falls laptop, down, he can pick himself he back good, up. I think it's going to yeah. knock it over if I move my laptop. Yeah, But it's really cool. I'm just Garrett, saying. Speaking of spin rate, what do you guys think of uh, some little pine tar action down in the uh, the good old uh, Texas area? When do we talk about – what was that transition? What was spin rate? I'll, I'll talk of about a quarter, it, Of a quarter. I was yeah, saying the spin rate. Oh, I was going to say. Right, I thought the you were just trying to – And that's that. a connection. And that's I, a connection. I just tried, <laughs> thought you tried to shove that transition in there. Like, speaking of potatoes, <laughs> you like yeah, pizza? No. no, but that is interesting because, I mean, you talk about the Astros cheating. We've obviously beaten that to death. But first, before we talk about that, like he – like, uh, what, what was his role in the Astros cheating thing? If there was one, uh, do you think there was one? And what do you think? Do you think he talks about it to the players? Do you think people are asking him about it and he's telling people? you think he's just he's, – it's off limits. Like, everybody knows not to talk to him about it. I think, I think internally – He addressed it. I think internally he's getting asked about it a lot. Um, but I think that the the Garrett Cole aura, the superstar aura of him coming to New York, and that it was such a big story of him coming to New York, and also the fact that he's a pitcher. Um, I just I, I didn't think it was a big deal in the offseason for him at all. He addressed it once, and it's kind of the end of it. But did he address? It? I mean, yeah, he he was he. Had, I don't forget what he said, but he addressed it like in a, in one sentence, and he was like, "That's it." I got, I got, I'll find it. I'll find it. But it was, they asked him and he was like, I'm, I'm here in New York now. And that was like his answer. Yeah. I mean, listen, I don't think pitchers had much to do with it. And that's why we, we kind of write it off. Pitchers didn't obviously benefit from the ceiling of the signs. They're the ones. Yeah. But cheat, from. cheating, cheating tendencies. You never know if there was something else there that they were using or, um, it's you know there's the, the possibilities are endless and we could talk about it all day but the the reality is is if they did it and you know if he's really talking about it and you know i mean that's what we say like we say people like that's why we are so positive that they use the buzzers because like people who are going to cheat like they cheated in 2017 with trash bang do we really think they stopped there and that's where it translates and that's where i think the whole trevor bauer talking about Oh, their spin rate is like astronomically higher than other things. I think that is where he's a little bit less of a loony bird and more of like this had this thing has some legs a little bit at least because 
I mean, if you're a cheater, cheater's going to cheat. And like, if you're, if something's working here and you're banging a goddamn trash can and it's not discreet whatsoever, we can figure something else out to get another edge somewhere. Like you're going to, you're, you get an inch, you take a mile. And that's kind of where I am on that. I feel like there might've been something. And I, I'm basically, what I'm saying is I wouldn't be shocked if we hear soon if they look into it i'm sure trevor bauer won't rest on that sort of thing now that he 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 got he got his incrimination on the the buzzers and stuff but i think i wouldn't be shocked if i heard that there was pine tar yeah because and if that's the case that would suck that would really suck that would really that would come back and bite us in the ass that'd be a beltron for us we get we just get our white horse or white way and and the thing that punished though for that the same way any of the astros players haven't been punished beltron did Beltron, yeah, Beltron wasn't a was, player. Yeah, Beltron wasn't a player. What? Beltron oh, yeah. Well, I mean, you don't know. That's just because they got they specifically got immunity to talk. We don't know if that's the way they'll go about it. Again. If 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 that comes out where that's the case with pitchers, Garrett Cole would not yeah. get in trouble for it. Yeah, there, he would get he would get suspended for it. He would get the same punishment that Altuve and Correa and Alvarez and all them and Gurriel and all them got for. And the only reason, yeah, the reason that I was kind of the one. The bigger reason that I was shocked with the whole Astros thing is that it's not like these guys were bad players to begin with. They were superstar players exactly. anyway. And look at the Houston Astros pitching rotation. They're that's all what, superstars too. That's what makes me think this thing isn't like outlandish. Yeah, that's what, yeah Bregman, exactly. Bregman's a stud. Bregman's an MVP player. and then he So was Altuve and Correa maybe was in... You know, he yeah, kind of fell that's off why a when bit, we, but. we talked a little bit about this off air. That's why when we were talking about this before and we said like, oh no, Cole was our, like really good on the, the Pirates and all that stuff, but like, so was Bregman. So are all these players. Like that doesn't necessarily make it off the table. You know, like, yeah. that, Cole was good on the Pirates, but he didn't win a Cy Young. Exactly. So. <laughs> and the same thing, you could True say, that. the reason that I wouldn't be that shocked about it is because I think the most surprising thing almost for me is when I see how good Verlander still is. And like, there's been some pitchers that can go into their late 30s and be that good. Philander got better. Yeah, that's the thing. Like, he's better on the Astros than he was on the Tigers in some cases, for some years. Not not for his Cy Young year, but. I mean, granted, I have watched. I mean, I've been also, watching him pitch, and he's been phenomenal. But, you know, I'm, I, all I'm trying to say is that keep an open mind. Shit might have happened. If there, was, if there was something going on, cheating tendencies carry over. There could have been something else going yeah, on. Yeah, we're not saying it did, but if we're we're saying yeah. if it if it cheater cheating, if it did happen, that sucks. Yeah. And the whole yeah, reason about the whole reason we're doing so this is that we're trying to predict what's gonna happen next year and if shit happens, we're playing all the angles and Yeah, because if he ended yeah. up doing the pine tar thing and the Yankees don't do that, obviously I don't think they don't they do, then maybe we see a drop off in, in strikeouts and because he had three hundred twenty six strikeouts last year. With that in mind, and obviously we're very much like predicting this, like that this is the case, which it probably isn't and hopefully isn't. So with that being said, all factors considered, do you think over under 326 strikeouts? Under. Oh, well, no, no, no. I mean, Obviously, it's a, yeah, it's a bad, se- bad season for – You're saying our regular season. Per nine, all right, so let's find like his per, strikeouts per nine inning. Yeah, yeah. Strikeouts per – Strikeouts yeah. per nine was 13.82 last year. Yeah, which so is I still insane. say under. I don't think – I don't think he did. You really? He's 29. I mean, he does it again. He's winning a Cy Young no matter what. I think that there's I mean, no. He didn't even win. So win. if he's in a Cy Young year, then maybe he's. I mean, year year before that, he had 
12.4, and then year before that, he had 8.7 when he was on Pittsburgh. Dude, I think – The strikeout numbers went up a lot in Houston. Oh, uh, wink, a lot. Wink. No, it's not. <laughs> a lot. Honestly, a lot. Like a lot. Like, a lot, like a lot. Like four per game. Okay, but hold on. Like this, this is his breakout. Like, uh oh. Yeah. Is it his breakout? I Let's mean, stop like, talking yeah. about this. this or is the pine tar? I don't know. I don't know. Innocent, innocent until proven guilty. Garrett Cole didn't use pine tar. Verlander used pine tar. <laughs> Fuck that guy. No, I don't know, man. If, if, if Cole didn't come to the Yankees and say he was in Anaheim like right now, like we kind of had a feeling he might be, and I was looking at this, I'd be like, that cheating bastard. Is yeah. I want nothing of him. But we have Yankees bias, and that's okay. Him. Man, I don't know. I've never seen this before. Yeah, that's so, crazy. Eesh. No, no. Four no, extra no, strikeouts per game, and then five the year after. It was that bastard Anibal Sanchez. That's who did it. It was his idea. He was the Beltron of the pitching staff. Uh, also, Cora, another interesting thing is that he um, he had very, very similar innings pitched throughout all three seasons when that transition happened. He had above yeah. – he had 200 innings pitched and then 203, 212, and then 8.7 8. strikeouts per nine, 12.4, 13.8. That's another big his thing. His best season – his best season in Pittsburgh was 2015. And even that year, so he had 208 innings, and his ERA was a 2-6, that, and that's great and whatever. But even then, he only had eight strikeouts per game. Two things. I don't know. I mean, dude, that's, that, that's early on in his that's career. five less strikeouts per game than last year. That's and early on in his career, dude. Before. Just stop. Stop. Innocent until proven guilty. <laughs> I have two things, and I forgot both of them. <laughs> either way, the re- either way, we we love Cole. We're not yeah. taking anything away. We're oh, just we're just shooting shit and talking. The we're gonna shit. We're gonna complete shit for we're, this. We're no. We're bored. no, no. To bring back to the good that we got Garrett Cole for a huge part that he brings to the table that you just mentioned is the innings eating. And we've talked about other pitchers like Luiziga and Severino and all these guys. Yeah. They don't do that. Tanaka. They don't do that. Sometimes Tanaka does, but they don't do that. They don't get nine innings. Garrett Cole is one of the few unicorns in the league right now that can go nine like yeah and that's save insane. and save our bullpen He's that is insane 30 games and since we have a great bullpen if we got garrett cole leading the pack that takes a lot of pressure off the rest of the bullpen is and maybe we don't have to do a bullpen days anymore and maybe we can do bullpen days because we're fresh now who knows like he yeah, I think- his trickle down effect of on the rest of the rotation in that regard is also enormous. Mm-hmm. Yeah. This episode took a crazy turn, but we were saying he was yeah. going to be the next Andy Pettit to say yeah. he was cheating. In Houston. Oh yeah. Now back to yeah. saying he's going to be a no, I, pitcher. He's, he's going to be a stud. He's going to be the, he's going to be the next face of the Yankees for a long, long time. And I'm really fucking excited to watch him fucking pitch soon. I really think the Yankees are not going to have that conventional of a pitching rotation, especially given the season that we're about to see. And I think he's going to be the one steady rock that we can kind of work all the crazy stuff off. You know what I cannot wait for? I cannot wait for the World Series game. And Garrett Cole pitched the game before, but we're trying to clinch it. And he goes into the bullpen, he warms up, and he closes the game out. Just like fucking uh, what, Mad Bum, Mad Bum did oh, or whatever. Sailed it. Too. You know what? Did that too. Yeah, David. Yeah, 
you just put me there. I was I didn't speak for a second because I was there. I saw I that. Envisioned I envisioned him that. warming up in the bullpen in my head right there. I was and then projected in the it across the screen. I was in the I just just time traveled. And, and I, I cannot so, wait sometimes that to time travel to the wait. Are you at the game or are you watching it on your TV? Yeah, there are there are fans. We get we get yeah. fans. Yeah, okay. We're no, we're not, we're not getting fans. But oh my god, that just fired I, me up. I, that fired I, me. I, the I fuck could up. like I might run to the stadium right Let's now. Let's do just twelve look at more it. episodes tonight. Yeah, we're not stopping. But this is an hour long episode. Yeah, we're talking about Garrett Cole. No, that's we're done. No, that's it. Bye. Yeah. See ya. Something like them tens She gave a nigga mad brains Something like the whiz But you see the sad thing Fucking with her is Is the chick ain't even had brains Dummy like a bitch So I tried to show her About the world And about just who we really are And where we've come And how we still have to go really far Like baby look at how we live Broke on the boulevard But all she ever want me to do Is unhook a bra Then all I really want Is for her to go down low Before you know it She wet enough to get drowned slow And all that deep shit I was previously down for replaced by freak shit i am currently down for you see i peaked it pussy is power that proud feeling we get knowing that pussy is ours and how it feels to feel that feeling you feeling when you be drilling that shit gotta say you be